Well, the Cardinals, they win again. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Cardinals continue their winning ways, downing the Pirates by a score of 4-3. Goldschmidt Kevin up big with another home run. Uh, we're going to recap the game coming up here in a little bit. Also on this on today's show, who might the Cardinals be targeting in regards to a trade? And what do you have to trade? Maybe the Cardinals stand pat. But there are some questions the Cardinals need to ask themselves moving forward in terms of, well, basically everything concerning this roster. It is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can rate, review, and subscribe to us in Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. We're on Spotify. Brand new Himalaya podcasting app everywhere you get your favorite shows. So, uh... Thank you so much for listening. My name is Moose Michaels. And uh, quick side note, uh, big shout out, big thanks to the uh, guys over there at Cleveland 19 Sports. I was on uh, uh, last night's uh, sports edition with them talking about the Oscar Mercado trade and why the Cardinals decided that they needed to part ways with the, uh, well, maybe rookie of the year this year. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more uh I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we uh, go on through the show. First, though, you know what we have to do. It's time for the three big things. All right. So, again, the Cardinals beating the Pirates 4-3 to three tonight. The Bats uh, coming in to back up Dakota Hudson. Now, Hudson uh, gave up three earned runs in the first inning. Get, went six and a third of innings to six and a third innings. Had five strikeouts, three walks. Gave up six hits. Those three runs in the first is all the Pirates managed to score. Number two. As we said, Paul Goldschmidt going one for four. Had a couple of RBIs in his big two-run bomb. One strikeout. Now... Goldie starting to find that swing again. We got to hope that this continues because he has got to get out of this uh, slump that he's in. That's his 20th home run on pace now for 33 home runs on the season. Number three. And finally, I want to talk about Andrew Miller. Coming up big, getting the save, his third of the year, pitching a scoreless inning. And for all the talk about how bad he was to start the year, and he, he was bad. There's no getting around that. Turn in a flawless inning. His ERA now down to 3.74. Gallegos uh, coming up before that with an inning and two-thirds. Again, three strikeouts. Hudson with his five strikeouts. Everything about what you would expect it to be. Chris Archer, though, went uh, about what you would what you would expect to for uh, the Pirates. Six innings of uh, four-run, seven-hit ball. Could uh, could have gone a lot worse for him. But uh, definitely the hero of the game tonight. Uh, you have to say it's got to be Paul Goldschmidt. He continues to uh, work out of the slump that he found himself in, uh, the, the extended slump, I guess you could call it. Going into uh, most of the year, July has been a much different story. His uh, 
I believe his OPS is up around 900 for the month of July. And he continues to hit. It's like when he hit the big grand slam. You know, it's the happiest I think I've seen him all year. And I believe it was a game early on in the year where they were losing kind of badly. And uh, they called him out for a curtain call. And he came up real quick, just tipped his hat and went back down. They asked him later, they said, Goldie, what's up with that? And he goes, yeah, it's it's hard to celebrate when you're not winning. So it's good to see uh, Goldie have a reason to celebrate a little bit. Tyler O'Neill going 0 for 4 has cooled off significantly since the All-Star break. I believe he's 2 for his last, um, what, 2 for his last 22, if I'm doing my math right. Weeder's also putting up a uh, goose egg. DeYoung, Wong getting in on the uh, hit action, and uh, Jose Martinez starting to uh, heat up a little bit too. Two for four. OPS 77.76 on the season now, a batting average of 277. So the Cardinals, uh, again, doing what they need to do. It's uh, it, it, the fact that they're beating the Pirates shouldn't be a big surprise. The Pirates have fallen off very badly uh, coming out of the All Star break. So the Cardinals are doing exactly. Uh, what they need to do to keep pace. Right now, the Cubs, at the time of this recording, currently losing to the Giants. If they lose, the Cardinals win. The Cardinals are half game out of first. So the Cardinals are definitely doing the work they need to do. Beating up on the Diamondbacks, beating up on the Reds, now beating up on the Pirates. However, a lot of people uh, I see are, are getting ready to start throwing uh, parades or cutting up the ticker tape. For the Cardinals here, and I'm going to just advise a word of caution. The schedule is about to get incredibly difficult for the Redbirds. And this is where we're going to find out what this team is made of. And unfortunately, the trade deadline is going to get here before all these games are over. And when I say they have a challenge ahead of them, when I say they've got their work cut out for them, it's no joke. So you're going to wrap up this series against the Pirates on Thursday. And then you have the Astros. And the Astros are no joke. They've got five of their guys right now with an OPS of 900 or above. Five. You know, everything. I think every spot in the lineup has double-digit home runs. These guys know how to hit. They know how to pitch. Now, you're not going to have to worry about Justin Verlander this time around, but you are going to hit their other two, uh, their other two big guys including uh, former uh, former Pirate Garrett Cole. So this is, again, where we're going to see what the Cardinals are made of. We're going to see if Mo is willing to make the moves necessary to make this team better. Because it doesn't get any easier. You get the, you get the Astros for three games. After that, you get the Cubs. After that, you get Oakland. After that, you get the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are far and away the best team in baseball. Uh, this is going to be a stretch of games where the Cardinals are, are really going to have to put up or shut up and stake a claim for the either the wild card or to the top of the division. Now, the Cubs aren't paying, playing particularly well right now. The Astros are. The Dodgers are. Oakland is playing very well. And... So in this stretch of games, you're going to need you're going to need everybody pulling together and doing their part. Goldschmidt is going to have to start hitting. Jose Martinez is going to have to start hitting. Uh, Wayno, Hudson, Flaherty, Michaelis all need to pitch good regardless of where they're pitching at. That might be the one saving grace about the Astros. 
they are coming to Bush Stadium where the Cardinals do pitch better. It's kind of crazy. You take a look at the road ERA for the Redbirds, and it's one of the worst in all of baseball. Home ERA, they're great. And uh, it, it's one of these Jekyll and Hyde moments with this team that you, you kind of wonder, okay, even if they make it to the postseason, are they going to be able to have the pitching to get it handled? Well, they could if these guys decide that they are they're going to do what they have to do and do what's necessary to put in the work and make sure they're getting efficient pitching results. Uh, Ponce de Leon yesterday, you know, he had he had something crazy. It was like, it was like eighty is eighty six pitches through three innings. That's that's hideous. That's that's not just unacceptable. That's how do they even let that happen? 86 pitches through three innings. It's those kind of starts where the Cardinals pitchers can't seem to go deep. And that's what they're going to have to try to uh, alleviate heading into these tougher series because the cream puffs part of this stretch is over. And and the real work is about to start. And there are some significant concerns going into these series because in in that series against the Reds, those games that you just kind of scratched out, the games that you just kind of won, you're not going to win those games against the Astros because they're not going to make the same mistakes the Reds make. Same thing with the Pirates. And it's not just the Astros. Uh, the Cubs, again, not playing particularly well. So, But they're still very good. They're still very resilient. They're still very competitive. But Oakland isn't going to let you make those. Isn't going to let you take advantage of those kinds of mistakes because they're not going to make them. The Dodgers most certainly aren't. And I know we had the Dodgers number earlier in the year, but the Dodgers are absolutely on fire right now. But that all could change depending on the trade deadline. And what does Mo need to do? What will he do? Well, we're going to uh, talk about that next. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can catch us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. My name is Moose Michaels, and uh, it's our second segment. We're going to be talking about maybe some pitchers that the Cardinals need to target. I think we can all agree on the fact that the Cardinals need a starting pitcher. And I know a lot of people are pointing to Carlos Martinez as being that starting pitcher. And um, I'm not actually a fan of his. And we've talked about this at length on the show. I don't think that he's an ace. I think he's better utilized in the pen. Now, he wants to start. And again, I don't know what kind of mechanical issues or lack of preparation or whatever it is is causing his shoulder injuries, but we're now two seasons into the same injury. And I will say that he, if the Cardinals aren't going to trade for a starter, then, it, then they are better off stretching him out to make sure that he's getting in the work that he needs to get in in order to help the team. But I don't foresee that happening. I think they got a lot of different options they're willing to try out first. However, none of those options are going to be what gets them into October. So the uh, trade market for these pitchers seems to have shrunk a little bit. The Giants have caught fire. They're, like we talked about at the time of this recording, they were uh, currently beating the Cubs, as I'm looking here, bottom of the sixth. 
San Francisco leads 4-2. So they're winning. That means uh, Will Smith, the reliever. That means Madison Bumgarner. Probably not going to be on the trade market. Because what are you going to do? It's Bruce Bochy's last year. Possibly Madison Bumgarner's last year. Are you really going to pull the plug on that team when you've got a chance to really do something special? Bochy just a few wins away from 2,000 career wins? Probably not. I was an advocate for Trevor Bauer. I think he would be a great fit for the Cardinals. He's got that kind of uh, attitude, that, 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 that grit that really gives him a bit of a bite. The Cardinals are a very, quote-unquote, nice Boy Scout-like team. Bauer would give him a bit of a bite. So would Mike Miner. Both of those guys I would love to see in a Cardinals uniform. Miner is likely still on the block. I don't know that Bauer is going to be. Bauer would be my first choice. Matthew Boyd with the Tigers as well would also be a great option for the Cardinals. But despite who you think the uh, Cardinals might need, might try to get, the question remains, what will the Cardinals give up to even get these guys? Yes, the rumors are floating around that Carlos Martinez could be on the block. Tyler O'Neill could be on the block. Lane Thomas could be on the block. Now, if you packaged all three of those guys together, you might be able to get somebody like a Trevor Bauer. However, uh, as, as uh, Bernie Miklas has pointed out, as Kevin Wheeler has pointed out in the Kevin Wheeler show, um, Martinez, while a little bit enticing because of what he might possibly give a team in terms of value in starting pitching, do they really want to take on that contract? Now, to me, the contract isn't that, isn't that bad, but some of these smaller market teams, it's still going to be a lot of money for them. So do you really have any assets that you can, that you can trade? If you, maybe if you're willing to eat some of the salary, which I don't know. I don't want to trade. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to trade at all Carlos Martinez just for the sake of trading him. That's, that's not going to be uh, any anything close to what the Cardinals need to do. They need to get significant value for him because despite the fact that I don't think he's a starting pitcher, I do believe that he does have value and he can be of service to a team in a big way. Therefore, the, uh, the payment to acquire Carlos Martinez needs to be equivalent to that value. Mike Miner might be able to be gotten, but overall, I mean, the Cardinals are going to give up Carlson. They're not going to give up Gorman. And those are probably the pieces that they would really like to have. So ultimately, maybe the Cardinals don't make any moves at all. It's possible. Maybe they stand pat. Uh, I think Will Leach said that he's got the Cardinals as one of the teams that he says need to stand pat, needs to see what they're doing. The issue with that is the Cardinals said they're all in for 2019. They're not worried about the future. I'm not saying they need to trade Nolan Gorman. I'm not saying they need to trade Carlson. What I'm saying is they need to show the fans that they meant what they said. I think trading Carlos Martinez is probably your only job. And it's the only way you're going to be able to help improve this team. A lot of people tell me on Twitter that I'm crazy for wanting to get rid of him. They would be angry and upset if the Cardinals decided that they didn't want Carlos Martinez anymore. A lot of people tell me, what are you talking about that he's not the same? He was the best pitcher in baseball in 2018 up until he got hurt. That, that's true. 
The issue is, though, is he did get hurt, didn't he? And he's not been right since. The injury still nags him. He still has command issues. He still doesn't quite have that same flair that he had before. And I have to be honest, this idea of counting on talent and hoping it works out, it's not a winning strategy for the Cardinals, and it most certainly doesn't win you World Series. The Cardinals have to do better. So let's not even talk about getting a bat. I agree with Bernie Miklas on this. Uh, anything but a starting pitcher is, is irrelevant. Now, if you need to get a, a lefty reliever, as they've talked about, okay, cool, but it needs to come with a starting pitcher. You're not going to be able to sit here and tell me that you need a bat or you need just a reliever. You need starting pitching to make this win, to make this team uh, be everything that it can be. Got an uh, email, by the way, from a one Kevin Gates. Now, Kevin, I hope you don't mind me uh, saying that uh, on the air, but here's what Kevin says. What about Marcus Stroman? Stroman is a really good pitcher. He limits home runs, walks and runs. He gets the second highest percentage of ground balls in baseball. Getting Stroman would give the cards infield a chance to do what it does best. Hopefully it won't cost too much to get him. Well, Kevin, uh, ultimately, I have to say that the cost to get any of these guys is probably going to be high, maybe in some cases prohibitively high, simply because there's a large, it's a seller's market and there's a large amount of contending teams that need starting pitching. Now, one thing I want to say, and Marcus Stroman is a great pitcher, but we already have a handful of ground ball pitchers, guys that pitch to contact, that try to get the defense to back them up. A guy like Mike Miner is uh, good with the strikeouts. Left-handed, left-handed pitcher can really handle those guys. He's probably a better fit than Marcus Stroman. Uh, Trevor Bauer, kind of in the same boat, a little bit better fit. It's not that Stroman wouldn't do good on the Cardinals. It's not that the Cardinals could make use of Stroman, but he's already too much like what they already have. And you need a pitcher that can generate swings and misses. You need a pitcher that can be counted on to go in and take care of business every fifth day. So, uh, yeah, thanks for the email, Kevin. Uh, Keep them coming. If you'd like to email me, uh, moose at onairwithmoose.com would be the way to go. On top of that, uh, you can also find us on Twitter at LockdownSTL, at Moose Michaels. We would love to hear from you there, too. So uh, one last thing uh, before we go. Some questions the Cardinals need to ask themselves before uh, we get to the trade deadline and what they're going to do about this team. The Car- This Cardinals team has the talent to make a run in October. So the questions that need to be asked is, where are you going to find that pitcher that's going to help change your rotation? 2014, it was John Lackey. Who's it going to be this time? Might it be a Marcus Stroman, like Kevin suggests? Maybe it's going to be a Mike Miner. Maybe it's a Madison Bumgarner. I don't know, but who's that pitcher going to be? And again, let's just go ahead and cut out any talk. We don't need a position player. I know Charlie Blackman is rumored to be out there. We don't need him. We already have too many outfielders, and uh, we don't need another one. That's got numbers inflated a little bit by uh, by Coors Field. And I know they're not completely inflated, but it's pretty close. So that's the first question. The second question is, 
what are you going to do to ensure this team is properly prepared going into the 2020 season? John Mazalox can say that he's not concerned about the future. He can say that he doesn't. Uh, he's worried about 2019. That's not entirely true. You've got to be able to know that you can tell these guys, this is how you're going to prepare, and this is what you can looking forward to. It's not going to be any of this, oh, well, he didn't do the work necessary, so now he's hurt, and in the case of Carlos Martinez, so he's going to go back to the pen. These guys, I would, I would suggest, probably need a little bit of discipline going forward because there's a lot of swing and misses. There's a lot of holes with this team that need to be figured out. And finally, when are you going to start standing up to some of these veterans who aren't playing all that great? Specifically, Yadier Molina. I love Yadi. Yadi is a St. Louis institution, future Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, obviously a shoe-in for uh, Cardinals Hall of Fame. He's going to get the red jacket, and he's going to be one of the centerpieces of uh, many opening days and probably spring trainings to come once he's done. He's got a year left on this deal in 2020, and we all know that he likes to be behind the plate no matter what, and I commend him for that. However, he isn't the best catcher on the team anymore. Matt Wieters is actually outperforming him in several ways. You know, Andrew uh, Kinsner, he needs to be able to get playing time as well. So the Cardinals need to be able to stand up with these veterans and say, listen, we got to do what's best for the team. We need you to take a seat. We need you to let this guy start. It's not just him. Matt Carpenter is getting ready to come back, and I love Matt Carpenter. Tommy Edmond needs to be starting third base. But what do you do with Matt Carpenter? You use him to back up Goldschmidt. Now, the problem with that is, too, is somebody's still going to get sent down. Uh, and, and again, it's not just him. It's, you know, you take a look at lineup construction. Dexter Fowler has the best on base percentage of anybody on the team. Why is he not leading off? When you let him lead off and you put him at the top of the lineup, good things are going to happen. He's going to set the table for Goldschmidt. Period. So that's the last thing. When is this team going to be able to stand up to the veteran players and put the best players on the field? Not the highest paid players, but the best players on the field. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy your Wednesday. So rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. Listen in your car, on your smart device as well. I'll see you tomorrow morning. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.